This is The Podlight, a podcast by San Jose Spotlight dedicated to independent political and business reporting. I'm your host, Editor Nick Preciado. On today's show, we're discussing emergency workers walking off the job in protest of staffing shortages, as well as Santa Clara County's plans to construct a new jail. Earlier this week, emergency workers at Santa Clara Valley Medical Center protested outside the emergency department due to what they say is serious understaffing amid an ongoing COVID-19 pandemic. Joining me now to discuss this is reporter Tron Nguyen. Welcome back, Tron. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So um, why don't you explain for us what's happening at VMC right now? So on Tuesday morning, workers, emergency workers at VMC, this is including nurses, doctors, technicians, around 30 people stage a walkout in front of the v- the VMC emergency department um, in protest of what they're saying is an ongoing issue of understaffing that has driven doctors away and causes long wait um, for people needing emergency medical care. This has really drive up the wait at the emergency department with nurses and doctors told me that the wait here um, can be between 8 to 14 hours, which is a very dangerous situation for people really needing medical care. Yeah, I can't imagine having to spend 8 to 14 hours in an emergency room. I would imagine that you're there for something that needs to be taken care of in a much shorter time frame. Absolutely. What are, you know, what, what kinds of problems are these workers at the emergency department dealing with that, you know, that are causing these long uh, wait times? Since last year, when a new medical group took over the physicians in the in this department contract, they have the physician team has been cut down to a skeleton crew. The department head, who many workers who I talk to call a true ally to patients and workers in the department who advocate for them, who was a super glue to the department, helping them navigate through a very challenging and difficult time of the pandemic, he was abruptly removed from the leadership role after he advocated for better working condition, for more people to be on shift. He was removed from his leadership role. That's really got people to start speaking out about this issue, which they say have been going for months at this point. They also told me that they're taking a very big risk to speak out about this. Um, All of them, all of the workers who I talked to asked to be anonymous because they're afraid of retaliation. And for doctors, they said they could potentially be blacklisted from other jobs opportunities for speaking out about this. So Tron, it seems like some of this is related to the contractor that these physicians are under. Can you can you tell us a bit more about that? Right. So physicians and doctors working in the VMC emergency department, they are not county employees. They are actually contractors working for a medical group called U.S. Acute Care Solution, or also known as USACs. This, med- this national medical group took over their contracts in June 2021. And workers in the emergency department said issues of staffing and high turnover has been prevalent for several years. But since this company took over, things really got worse. They said that USACs, a medical group with stakeholders, um, have a bad reputation among the medical community for putting profits ahead of patient care. And they say ultimately, with the county and USAC failing to address 
the concerns that they have been brought up several months now has really further demoralizing an already very exhausted and overworked workforce. I could imagine. And, and so what is this company, uh, USACS, what do they have to say about these claims? And has, has the county said something about this as well? Right. So the issue here is because physicians in this department is contractor to another company. So that right now the county can not do much for these physicians, but the CEO of Valley Medical Center, Paul Lorenz, he said that the VMC's focus is always on patient care. And USACS sent us a statement, essentially disputes a lot of the claims that workers, doctors, nurses, technicians have brought up. They're saying that there hasn't been an ex- exodus of physicians in their in in this department. And they also blame a local competitor for recruiting physicians away from the site. So these problems um, that these workers are facing and, you know, that they're saying are kind of related to this contractor and and the lack of staffing, this is all taking place amid a large COVID infection surge. Uh, Although I do know the seven-day rolling average of infections appears to be dropping. Right. With, you know, the county entering the third year of pandemic, emergency and medical needs in general has been skyrocketed in county hospitals. VMC is very well resources in comparison to other county hospitals in the Bay Area, but still workers said they can't keep up with the needs. Nurses and doctors said sometimes after their whole day of shift, they would come out to the waiting room and there would be still 40 people waiting um, a nurse told me that people are now tailgating um, in their waiting room, and these are not people who was there to get COVID tests. Um, that's something that we also report about. But these are people with actual medical needs um, that need to be looked at, and they are waiting, like I said, 8 to 14 hours. Um, and also to be noted that this protest happened just ahead of a deadline for the county to make a new de- a decision on this. Um, the contract between USAC and the county is set to expire Sunday, February 6th, and three things can happen between now and then. One is that the county continue or renew this contract and continue to work with USAC and have them manage and oversee um, doctors and physicians, or the county can find a different medical group to manage uh, physicians in this department. And doctors said there are multiple locally owned, physician owned, um, who can really, who really understand the need of the community and not having a national Ohio-based company running the emergency department for the county. And the last option is to bring physicians and doctors in as county employees and give them the benefits and all of the protection that other workers like nurses and technicians have in the emergency department. It's definitely a complicated issue and more complicated, it seems like, with these uh, contract negotiations that are probably ongoing too. Thank you for explaining that, Tron. Of course. Hi, I'm Ramona Guivargas, CEO and co-founder of San Jose Spotlight. And I'm Josh Bruce, Executive Director and co-founder of San Jose Spotlight. 
San Jose Spotlight is a community-supported, nonprofit news organization fueled by readers and listeners like you. You can support our work by becoming a sustaining member with a monthly or annual donation on our website, sanjosespotlight.com. After months of protest and calls to prioritize mental health treatment over incarceration, the Santa Clara County Board of Supervisors earlier this week approved a new maximum security jail for 500 inmates. Joining me now to discuss this is senior reporter, Eli Wolf. How's it going, Eli? Good, Nick. So uh, give us some background on this. Uh, the jail, this new construction around the jail, issues surrounding it. Uh, what can you tell us? The best place to start is the fact that the county has wanted to build a new jail for many years because the current facilities are very old and they're getting dilapidated. The county is currently under federal consent decrees that require to improve living conditions in the jails uh, by making them ADA compliant, um, improving general living conditions, et cetera. Uh, Part of this conversation around why we need a new jail is also being driven by growing concern about the treatment of mentally ill people in the system. Back uh, a few years ago, jail staff murdered a mentally ill inmate named Michael Tyree, which prompted a lot of the uh, conversations around this. That uh, continued in 2018 after an inmate named Andrew Hogan suffered a severe head injury while being transported for psychiatric care, and the county ended up having to pay his family a $10 million settlement. Right now, there's an estimate that maybe 25 to 40% of inmates at any given time in the jail system have a serious mental illness. Many of them are arrested for minor offenses, need psychiatric treatment, but due to the shortage of beds in the county, they're often kept in the jail for weeks at a time. So these are a few of the factors that have been driving the conversation around the need for a new jail. I see. Thank you for explaining that. Now, why did supervisors vote in favor for one? And also, like, what did they have to say about their decision to do so? Right. So the supervisors voted three to two in favor of the jail. Uh, Supervisors Mike Wasserman, Joe Simidian, and Otto Lee voted in favor of it. Lee basically summed up their position as this. They don't want to make a choice. They want a new jail and they want a new mental health facility. Wasserman, who has been on the board for more than a decade, has been discussing this proposal for a new jail for basically his entire tenure. And he summed it up by saying he wants to get the jail built because it's what the county had planned a long time ago, and he believes it's cheaper than renovating existing facilities. Susan Ellenberg and Cindy Chavez, who voted against the jail, both basically took the stance that a new jail isn't in alignment with cultural changes that we've seen in the county over the last couple years. Ellenberg also seemed pretty skeptical that the county would be able to focus on building both of these facilities. She seemed to suggest that the government will probably end up prioritizing one of them over the other. Now, criminal justice advocates and county residents have been protesting plans for a new jail for quite some time. Why have they been protesting this? And also, what did they have to say about this decision? I can't imagine that they're very happy that a new jail is going to be constructed. No, they're definitely not happy. Prior to the meeting, dozens of lawmakers, organizations, and advocates wrote to the county protesting the jail. During the meeting, I clocked about 150 to 200 people who spoke out against the jail Yeah, in general, what they're citing is research that suggests incarceration is more harmful than beneficial to communities, and that it worsens racial inequities, housing instability, Uh, it also uh, exacerbates mental illness. 
organizations like Silicon Valley Debug and Show Up for Racial Justice have really been on the forefront of the protests against the jail. They've argued that there are more effective alternatives to incarceration, such as community-based approaches that involve putting someone in the care of multiple organizations that can address their basic needs, like housing, health care, mental health care, employment, what have you. So yeah, advocates right now are very upset. And specifically, I think a lot of them are really frustrated with Otto Lee, who has backed resolutions in the past to address mental health and substance use issues in the county, and also who was one of the first uh, supervisors, along with Simidian, to push for investigations of jail management in the county. They claim this approach he's taking of building both a jail and a mental health facility really just shows a complete disregard of the community testimony that he and the other supervisors have been receiving over the past year. Now, what kind of timeline are we looking at for building this jail? So we're unlikely to see a new jail built anytime in the near future. The, the next steps for the county are to move forward with redesign efforts for the jail. So we're still in the very early planning stages. They are also developing a plan to demolish parts of Elmwood and all of Main Jail North. We also don't know when that will happen, but that potentially could happen sooner than the designs for a new jail. Now, Eli, final question here. I'd like to touch on something else that was approved uh, with this jail vote. There was also a referral from Supervisor Susan Ellenberg that was related to creating facilities beyond jails for inpatient, outpatient care in regards to mental health treatment. How does this relate to the jail and, and what is she hoping to accomplish with this referral? So like I mentioned before, one of the biggest problems in the jail system right now is the large number of mentally ill people who are essentially warehoused there due to a lack of treatment options in the county. Supervisor Ellenberg called on the county to come up with some ideas for building non-carceral inpatient and outpatient facilities, expanding behavioral health treatment outside of the jail, and investing in community-based alternatives to incarceration. This sort of goes hand in hand with a recent resolution she made with Otto Lee, which I also referenced, which said that mental health and substance use constitute public health crises in Santa Clara County. So the the issue of mental health is basically very closely tied to the issue of what we do with our jail system. That's it for this episode of The Podlight, a podcast produced by San Jose Spotlight, the city's first nonprofit news organization dedicated to independent reporting. I'm editor Nick Preciado. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.